Welcome to PICGO Happenings. I'm your host, Diana McFarland. I'm here to give you a front row view of county government. To start, I just want to apologize again on behalf of Pittsylvania County for the confusing letter that we sent out about reassessment. We have another letter going out this week that will explain our error and provide more information about how the reassessment process works. Later in this show, you'll also hear from William Cole, who is the managing partner with Bright Minds. Bright Minds is the company completing the 2022 reassessment for Pittsylvania County. Will Cole will help explain what assumptions are and when citizens and the reassessment team could benefit from a citizen inviting the team in to survey something in their home. Unlike we stated in the letter, the reassessment team will not ask to come inside your home. They will only enter if you invite them in. If you're interested in learning more about reassessment, you can head to pennsylvaniacountyva.gov backslash 594 backslash reassessment. After the severe ice storm on February 13th that downed trees and power lines throughout our community, the Pennsylvania County Board of Supervisors elected to waive tipping fees for storm debris at the landfill all the way through May. Normally, residents would pay $41 per ton, but the Board of Supervisors wanted to alleviate some of the stress caused by the storm. The landfill is located at 382 Rainbow Lane, Dry Fork, Virginia, 24549. The landfill will also open every first and third Saturday in March, April, and May from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. We missed last week due to the winter weather emergencies, but this week's feature for Black History Month is the late Clyde L. Banks Sr. He was a lifelong resident of Pennsylvania County, a respected civil rights and community leader, and a prominent local businessman. You may remember that in January, the Board of Supervisors passed the unanimous resolution to rename the Chatham South Bridge after the late Mr. Banks. The resolution has been passed on to the Commonwealth Transportation Board. You can learn more about Pittsylvania County Black History Month at pennsylvaniacountyva.gov backslash 627 backslash black history month. So I'm here today with William Cole, who is the managing partner for Bright Minds LLC. Uh, that's the company that Pennsylvania County selected to uh, complete the 2022 reassessment for us. Will, thanks for joining us today. All right. Thank you for having me. So can you tell me a little bit about yourself and kind of how you got into the, the assessing and appraisal business? I started out wanting to, to get into appraisal. I really liked real estate and um, enjoyed uh, when I was younger going to other people's houses and seeing what their, how their layout of their house was. So I uh, started looking into real estate. This was in the mid-2000s, uh, right before everything crashed, and everybody warned against getting into it. So I really couldn't find a mentor to guide me for um, fee appraisals or bank appraisals, uh, which is the traditional path that most appraisers take. Uh, so I started looking at other avenues, and one of them was reassessment companies, and uh, that's where I got started in this line of work. And I know generally that reassessment is, I know it's required by Virginia law and, you know, you have to do it periodically to ensure that the property values are up to date so that, you know, every citizen pays the correct amount of taxes that aren't based on what their property was worth six years ago. But what goes into that process? You know, what's, how do you get the current up-to-date value today? Uh, you take a look at the sales, the current market. Uh, what we like to do is come in and we do an initial sales study um, comparing the current sales that we have to the the prior assessed value and it gives us a ratio. We just look at where we start with our ratio study. Uh, throughout the, pro the project we 
uh, continue to to monitor those sales and and add to our to our studies and 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 by the end of it we have to make adjustments. I know. I mean, you're talking about generally the reassessment process is you, you know to make sure those is to make sure those property values are up to date and and fair with uh, it's a fair market value. And I also understand that you guys kind of take a different approach to get there. I mean, you're talking about all these different studies and ratios, and I mean, there's a lot going into it, but you also, you guys also take a very different approach than a lot of appraisal companies. So what do you guys do different than, than the average appraisal company? We took the, the approach to gather as much data as we could. Uh, we feel like that the more information we have, the better equipped we are to make a decision and a, an opinion of value, which is ultimately what this is. We like to gather all the information we can. One of the things that really sets us apart is, is using the UAV to gather the photographs. Our UAV photos provide the best overview of that property just because of the, the angles that it gives us and, the, and we can, the way that we can zoom into it and be able to see those details a lot better. And then also when we're zoomed out, we can see that overall property instead of looking at one picture of the front and side of a house. Mm-hmm. You're able to see that backyard. You can see that garage. You see that full site. Uh, it gives our appraiser a good overview of what that property is about, right. if there's any issues, and also the dig- digitalization of our records. And with digital records, it's a lot easier for us to search, find information, and have it have a response to that property owner as quickly as we possibly can, and also during the hearings process so that we can justify why we changed or made decisions. As Our process allows the appraiser to have multiple different aerial maps, our photos, uh, a lot of different data sources to pull from, and they're in a controlled environment when they can take their time, review that, make a, a, a decision. And um, we just think it's a, a better way of doing it. And we really think that um, over time, the more data we're able to collect, the better it's going to get. And it also allows the property owner to send us information. You know, when, when we're reviewing that property from the desktop and we have all that information right there and they want to send us a photograph of, say, the interior of their house that there's damage on the floor and they want us to look at it, they can just shoot us that photo and we're already set up and established, ready for to receive that information rather than trying to print out a picture, attach it to a paper record, do all the things that go with having a paper copy of that. And you're, you know, you're talking about those discrepancies of, you know, there's, there used to be a house in one spot, but now there's not, or this building used to be old and and decrepit, but now it's, it's been renovated in the last few years. So those are the kinds of things that you guys are looking for in terms of reassessment. I know Pennsylvania County did send out a letter to all property owners last week, and that we, we apologize for the confusing wording in there. We indicated that Bright Minds assessors would request to come inside your home to view the inside of your, your home. And that simply is not how this works. Uh, that, was our, that was our mistake. That was our editing error. So, Will, can you talk about when you guys would benefit from going inside a home? I know you're never going to ask to go inside someone's home. That's never a request that you're going to make. But when would a citizen benefit from inviting you guys into their home or sending pictures, as you mentioned earlier? Yeah, I would suggest sending the pictures as far as going inside, I think it would only be necessary if the property owner uh, insisted and felt like they really wanted us to see something that a picture couldn't justify. Mm-hmm. So if, if, if it was something that they felt like a picture didn't give it uh, justification, say they had really extensive damage in their home that we couldn't see, they sent us a picture, but they felt like the picture wasn't good enough and they want us to come look at it, we'd be happy to come look at it. Most of the time, the photographs would be sufficient enough to give us what we need to make a decision and to prove what the property owner is telling us. Mm-hmm. No, and we have an email address set up so that if you do want to email pictures of, of whether it be damage or renovations in your home, you can send those to reassessment at pitgov.org. And I know the the letter that we sent out also mentioned that if you know if, if your team couldn't go inside the home, 
that assumptions would have to be applied, which at that point, you know, that could potentially impact the property value. I know that was sort of taken to be a threat that we would, you know, that we were going to up the values if we couldn't see the inside of the home. But can you talk about what that word actually means and how that, I know that, I mean, that's a big term in, in a, appraisal and assessment. So what does that term mean? Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a very, very, very common term that we use all the time in appraising. Uh, it's the best example I can say is if, if the outside of your home, if you're taking care of it, you're keeping it up, you've maintained it, you might not necessarily be renovating it, but you've, if a gutter starts sagging, you get up there and you fix it, things like that. And the outside of your home is in average to good condition. We're going to assume that you take that same, um, mindset into inside and do the same thing there's very few times that i've seen in my experience where some someone will have an exterior of their home in excellent condition and the interior be in poor condition so our assumption is that if you're taking care of the outside you're taking care of the inside those assumptions that we're making are not unreasonable assumptions if, if it's an unreasonable assumption and the property owner feels that we need to look at it further we have the resources to go look into it, and we it's just a matter of communication at that point, and we, we welcome all communication from the property owner. Mm-hmm. And you're talking about, you know, having all those different data points and pieces of information. I know along with the, the letter that we sent out, we, asked a, we sent out an information request asking for people to provide information about the interior of their home, whether that be the number of rooms or if there's been any major renovations or damages in the last uh, four years. So how does that how does the, having that information benefit you guys? Well, we look at it as a as a fair and equitable equitable position. I know that's a common phrase that everybody's hearing from these letters and from the reassessment in general. Uh, but we looked at it like if if you're working eight to five and you're not able to be home when that person came by from the last reassessment and you didn't know that they were on your property, you know you didn't have an opportunity to correct any information that was that was applied to your property. You you just didn't know that they were even out there probably until the you got a notice in the mail of any change. And I've heard that time and time again from various property owners. So what we wanted to do is we wanted to give everyone an opportunity to address any issues that they found, any any inaccuracies that they found with their property so that we could get them corrected. Whether it had benefited that person or not, we wanted to get it accurate because our overall objective is to have it fair and equitable, have it accurate and have that market value as close to what it should be if they were going to put their house on the market um, today if, as as much as possible. So we did it so that we can open a line of communication with the property owner to say, before we get to the hearing process at the end of the job and we're scrambling to, to have everybody heard, we want to open that line of communication up early so that property owners can do their own research. Go online and look at your property record card. Compare it. If you need help, call us. We'll go over it with you and show you where the different parts of it are. Um, and look at it and see if it's accurate. See if you're Square footage is correct. See if your bedroom and bathroom counts accurate. See if they have you listed with a basement on there. And and then if you do see inaccuracies, send us information to prove that it's wrong so that we can make a, a good informed decision on it and have have justification for it. Yeah. And I mean, you mentioned the the appeals process. I know that's that's sort of further down the line. And I, I sort of went over this with Nick Morris when I had him on here a few weeks ago. But what's what's kind of the timeline? Yeah, we started uh, in the fall. Um, what we like to do is is try to fly with the leaves off the tree so that we can get as much um, and as many pictures with no leaves as we can. But um, the the timeline is we started in the fall uh, gathering information, uh, going out on building permits, things like that, um, and then the we'll finalize or reconcile our values. Uh, towards the end of the summer is, is my hope um, if we stay, if everything stays on track. Um, and then by the fall, we'll send out 
notices of notifying the property owners of their new assessed value. And then we'll have a, a process of appeals after that. And so as as I said earlier, you know, Pennsylvania County is, you know, we, we sent out that letter that incorrectly stated they would be coming into your home. We're sending out another one, uh, should be going out this week, sort of explaining what that letter should have said. The, the reassessment team from Bright Minds will only enter your home if you invite them in to show them something that you think might impact your property value. And you can also just send pictures. If that's if you think that's easier, then that's that's definitely something that you can do. And the schedule, we will continue to keep you updated as far as the appeals process and the, the updated values will be going out in the fall, at which point we will provide a lot more information on how the appeals process works, how you can go about appealing your your value if you believe it's inaccurate. But as as well said, I mean the whole goal of of what we're doing right now of the the information questionnaire of the letters that are going out, we want the public to know what's going on through the entire process so that it's not a bottleneck of everyone objecting at the end. We want this the we want the public to be able to provide their input now. So Will, I mean I really appreciate you joining me today. Is there anything else that that you would want to add or think it's important that people know? I think the the only thing I would say is is for property owners to to communicate with us when they have an issue, uh, do their homework, do their research. It, when they have time, I know everybody has their own jobs and has has their own life going on. But uh, I think it's a it's a really important process. Uh, it's a really interesting process, and I think that people will enjoy digging into it a little bit further and and finding out uh, what the what the county has on their property and mm-hmm. and just make sure it's accurate. We we depend on the the, the property owners to let us know when we, when they find problems. It's not going to be a perfect process, uh, no matter how you do it, what company does it. There's always going to be um, things that aren't 100 percent correct. So anything that the property owners can do to help us out, give us information and correct any mistakes that they find, we we uh, welcome it. We'd love it. No, and absolutely. I mean, the goal is accuracy, as we've talked about this whole time. So yeah, the more, the more information that you can provide us, the better. So uh, Will, thanks again. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Pitco Happenings. I hope you learned something informative. If you have a question or want to make a comment, give me a call or send a text to 434- 489-8739.